and welcome to the 100th episode of the O Podcast. My name is Christian Grant, Senior Vice President of the O Deer Podcast, O Deer Nation, O Deer Limited. Uh, Here each week, we take topics that would make your mother say, oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, the, dear. The, oh dear. Oh dear. Episode. It's the episode of the Oh Dear Podcast. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. I <laughs> Two for two. Wings Beer Sports. <laughs> Don't you miss the like morning radio that you'd listen to like on the way to school and they would go like Let's take it down to a fencher who's doing the morning weather report. <laughs> we were now have like the little tunes uh, yeah. beneath it, being like, "It's high, it's seventy four degrees." <laughs> Brett, no joke. We were before you came on, Mike. That's all we were doing. <laughs> we're yeah, we were just, just talking like, about those people, <laughs> radio voices, and fucking. And uh, commercial voices. Christian so, nailed like what the what that impression is basically. Do you want to yeah. share? Buffalo Wow Wings. We're going out and we're having two for two beers. Like right, <laughs> <laughs> two for twenty beers. It sounds like Quagmire from Family Guy on a roller coaster. It's like wow, yeah. <laughs> 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 gotta get some beer in you. You're a man, right? <laughs> Drink beer, <laughs> wings, wings, beer, sports. <laughs> We have so much sports. No, 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 they're gay because there's so much sports on. <laughs> Drink beer, stupid. <laughs> oh, we don't, call it, <laughs> we don't call it beer. We call it anti-gay juice. <laughs> anti-gay juice is only $4 on Tuesdays along with two for Tuesday wings. <laughs> Wings, beer, pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> wings. <laughs> it's just like shouting. <laughs> we would have strippers if it was legal. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. That's th- Obama. <laughs> Thirty seconds of. <laughs> he was just a senator. It was two thousand five. Yeah. <laughs> he was like a not well-known senator, but it just felt right to say thanks, yeah. Obama. Oh boy. <laughs> That's so yeah, fucking funny. Why that. do Buffalo Wild Wings like I, you know? I get like a sports bar is a sports bar. It's a specific place to watch sports, and it has yeah. beer. But why do like you ever walk in and you're like, this is too many TVs, guys. I I don't need <laughs> like we don't. They have so many TVs that they're just filling it with sports. That like, why are we? Why is one of these TVs on polo right now? Yeah. Like, why? Do we need water? Do we need collegiate water pull water polo on? <laughs> Dude, but they got to fill. I was uh, when I, that's true. We got. I used to work at um, Uno's in Orlando International Drive, so it's like high Disney Universal in Orlando traffic. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So we would get a lot of like international people and like just people vacationing, and yeah. you don't even know how many times there would be like some kind of big football game or something on and then like some european person would be like can you put on cricket or can you put on the soccer match and like dude it would start riots because you would just they would change the channel and all of a sudden you would hear oh like a, a huge section of the restaurant <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny to picture like 
every TV is on basketball, football. Yeah. But there's like one tiny, tiny one in the corner that's yeah. almost like just for their table that people yeah. are still like, oh, what the fuck? Come yeah. on. It's like a that was always a nightmare. <laughs> that was a nightmare for me as like a hockey fan. Like back in the day when you kind of had to go to a sports bar to, to watch hockey because it's like – regardless but you would go to a sports car it would literally be like the stanley cup it's like the biggest hockey game and it's not on any tv because i also lived in the south mm. and i'll be like hey can i get the hockey the, the literally the championship hockey game on that tv and they'd be like sorry someone's watching a rerun of a baseball game <laughs> i'm like what is more important right now you motherfucker dude <laughs> do you ever watch remember remember the channel espn classic Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the games they played weren't classics because <laughs> yeah. there's not that many actual classics, but like a re- they just have like league games. You're like, that's not a, that's, you're being very loose on the usage of classic. It just meant old. Like, we're going to show yeah. you a game that wasn't that great, but it was from 1981. So it's old. It's a classic. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so well, funny. Here we are in the hundredth episode. They said it wouldn't last. We had to prove them wrong. <laughs> Damn! I always knew Christian had the most soul. <laughs> now that we're in a hundred guys, we can we're in syndication. We can sell this to anybody. <laughs> Make money for the rest of our lives. <laughs> we can stop now. <laughs> I want those residual checks. <laughs> Um, from well, our from our one paid paid subscriber Nick, our boy Nick is giving us royalties. <laughs> <laughs> so um, on the way here, it was such an important episode. Brett was rushing to get here, and uh, evidently Brett Brett ran a red light and got yeah. pulled over on the way to film or record uh, Oh Dear yeah. One Hundred. So Brett got to tell us what happened. We're all dying to know. So I, basically pretty simple. I ran a red and it was one of those reds that was like yellow. It was like yellow. And it's like, I'm not going to fucking yoink on the brakes brakes. Like, so I ran it and then, uh, then I just saw a car that I was white and I couldn't tell officially it was a cop car, just pull out. And then tailed me, and then I was like, oh, it's definitely a cop. You you can sense it before the lights go on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what happened. It was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. And then lights. Yeah. Um, so and- what, at what point was were you like halfway through the intersection or whatever when it turned red? Or were, were you at the beginning was, when it turned Honestly, I was at the – I would say I was – one third of the way through when it turned red and maybe i was yeah that's not a risk that's unfair. I, no no it, it really was and no matter how i retell the story even if i ran a red and almost hit three old chinese ladies <laughs> i'm retelling the story like i barely hit the red <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no one ever goes oh i got a red light ticket it was bullshit dude i don't know it was totally justified like i was in the wrong but but no it is always justified i'm sorry yeah yeah i, I had well, you know new time. york New York also has the shortest yellow lights. There's a thing about oh, New York traffic. Yeah. New York traffic's the worst. It's like nothing is done. Like, so anywhere else in the world, they have like these little, um, 
I don't, I don't even know what they are, but they're like strips that they put in underneath of the, like at the beginning of the light. So if you pull up on the light, it triggers that a car's waiting and then it'll accordingly time the lights. New York is just this arbitrary light system that doesn't sync up with any other lights. So it creates so many traffic jams where like one light will turn green, but the one right in front of it's red. So like if there's enough cars that fill up that one block, there is a green light, but nobody gets to go because they don't think they synchronize the lights to make everything slow because that's how bullshit New York is. It, there's all these rules and they're like, well, if we made them the other way, people would drive fast and then people would die. So let's purposely tank it, dial it back a notch and then make yellow lights like an instant. Like it's ridiculous. Like. When I lived in Virginia, I learned how to drive like in Beltway, New York, uh, DC traffic, which is like notorious traffic uh, in the country. And like the yellow lights, the yellow lights are like fucking 20 minutes and the speed limits are all 65, but everybody goes 95. (laughs) Like because they understand they're like, listen, these people are just trying to get home. Like, let's come on. But New York is like, yeah. like when you move to New York, they're like, how many, like they already pay the highest rent. They already pay crazy taxes. How can we get more out of them? Let's let them little parking yeah. tickets here. Let's give them little tickets here. And it's all yeah. fucking bullshit, dude. New York is a city built on taking money from its citizens as much yeah. as you can. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a, it's a city of extracting money. So yep. and th- DC, this is all the people are just trying to get home from ruining the country. man. <laughs> yeah, bro. You want a traffic jam? How about all the bills in Congress, man? <laughs> I guess they're used to waiting for their filibusters. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it was nice to be in DC the other day and see what it was like to go to clown school. <laughs> Maybe Mitch McConnell should be shown a yellow light. <laughs> you know why it's lame to call them clowns? Because the infractions they do on society are way worse than buffoonery. Yeah. Like, it's it's like, not like they no, strategically are... place banana peels around for us to slip yeah, on. No, Nancy Pelosi and people, Mitch McConnell are in powering a system that keeps people poor. They're not clowns. They're yeah. pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. They're way um, Sorry, Brian, I cut you off. You, you no, 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 no. So, no, was, you got to cut me off when you got searing political takes. You always. <laughs> <laughs> We're just truth tellers, man. You got something that hot. Don't don't wait. You know, jump in. Listen, like, here on Odea, we're just modern day philosophers. We're just trying to tell it how it is. And wait, wait, wait. Biden, more like oh Biden. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> more like bought and paid for. <laughs> B- Biden, more like Trump. <laughs> Just as much. Dude, that's actually a conspiracy going around on the QAnon boards is they literally, I think, like that they did like a face-off switch in that like Biden was arrested, but like Trump body switched him or something. And I'm like, this is so ridiculous. The world isn't that interesting, man. It never is. It never is. It's not Mission Impossible where they put a skin face Like on another. By the way, if they did have that experimental surgery, which they 100% don't, the worst two people to test it on is literally a hundred year old Biden and fucking Trump, who's in terrible shape. Like, those are the two worst candidates for experimental body switching surgery. 
neither of which would survive the surgery. Yeah, yeah. Even if you pulled it off, they would both die instantly. The uh, that's it's so goddamn funny. Did you see there was a video going around? I guess Biden. I don't. I'm pretty sure it wasn't edited. Biden like was about to do an interview with the news, and they're like, "Okay, Joe Biden's here," and Joe Biden was just. Yeah. He was just like they cut to him, and he was literally just like in the interview chair, probably, but he just fell asleep. And the reporter was like, "Um, he just nudges him, Mr. Uh, all right, no one." And the reporter just kind of they cut back to her, and she's like, "Okay," and they cut back to Biden. He was still, and yeah. then she's like, "Okay, well, looks like we're gonna go to commercial." And uh, and people in the comments, it was on TikTok, are like. Look what you got. Look what you got. A fucking president who's falling asleep. And I'm like, this is awesome. My president yeah. is so boring. <laughs> well, you know what, though? Like, I hate when people, like, shy away from that kind of uncomfortableness. Like, leave it on him and just, just <laughs> let him wake up. He, yeah, let him wake up. That's let's, like, really part. test his mental capacity here. Like, let's let him on live TV wake up from a nap and go, oh, shit. Um, anyway, yeah. like, let's see how quickly he recovers from that. Dude, go with the bit. Like, put a clock and <laughs> on the side of the screen and say like play a little jeopardy music yeah like why wouldn't you do like i hate people like i um there's that old I, maybe a dan rather quote or something like that where they're like um you know if you get uh, if you ask tough questions you get kicked out of the white house briefings like well then the story should be i got kicked out of the white house bri- briefing right yeah and it's like it's not the same thing if you're um you know, if you have that kind of moment, fucking go with it and show that moment because there's okay. a million other Biden interviews that we can watch. I want to see the right. one where he sleeps for 10 minutes, wakes up. hundred percent. Like, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> and then ask him a searing question. <laughs> Aliens real? Yeah, I mean no. Shit. Uh, um. (laughs) Or just condescend him. Hey there, big fella. (laughs) Wakey, wakey. How you feeling? It's tough being the leader of the free world, isn't it? It, Would a Jill keep you up all night? Huh? But I did. uh, I was watching the QAnon HBO documentary yesterday, which was how is that? it's good, but it's it's depressing just because you it's like it's just wouldn't it, it be awesome? Sorry to cut you off. Wouldn't it no, be no. awesome if you turned that documentary on and then like one of your good for, like and then I was one of the subjects of QAnon? <laughs> you never knew that about me. Yeah, <laughs> like one of your good friends, like holy shit, Mike was. Yeah pretty high up in it <laughs> the thing is i will only watch like just like with the woody allen doc i, I didn't watch that because it didn't give equal time and mm-hmm. listen I, I need fairness out of this QAnon doc all right i need them to explore <laughs> well, the pedophilia was, side oh <laughs> you want to give hillary clinton that's that's what i'm doing with a woody yeah. allen doc the last one was so angled against him i'm doing a woody allen doc called woody allen the guy's fine. Leave him alone. <laughs> did we already make this joke about Woody should have a fucking documentary called Woody Allen if I did it? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, I didn't do it. Listen, if I was going to molest my hot young little daughter, I would have done it this way, you idiots. I would have done it this way, and I shot a moose. 
Um, no, but anyway, uh, but the QAnon documentary is like, it's so sad because it's like, it's so obviously these like net nerd guys who mm, don't, yeah. you know, one of the guys has like this rare form of like muscular dystrophy. So he's like, he's not only is he like a little person, but he's in a wheelchair and he can't really do stuff. But then he's like, he created eight Chan and, uh, like he's just enjoys being popular in that wait, way. Eight, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> did you say eight Chan? Eight Chan. Yeah. This is, a I real assume thing. that's an offshoot of, I, cause I obviously, it's know, for people who think that four Chan is so fucking political and corporate. And like so bought and paid for. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, so they're like, no, we need a cham, bro. It literally is because so, it's like yeah. he he was like, Well, like 4chan is anonymous, which I like, but you can't make up your own, you know, mods. You can't make up your own forum. So if I wanted to talk about like white nationalism, I can't just come up with a new forum to talk about it. He's like, But I like and I like Reddit because you can come up with your own subreddit. But it's not anonymous. So I made 8chan, which is anonymous, and you can come up with your own quote unquote subreddit. So basically, like, so it has like best of both worlds or whatever. And then it skirts like, there's just like no filter. Like, it showed like all the things you could talk about. Like, there's, there's sections for like white nationalism, there's sections for fucking um, just Christianity for just boats people like boats oh christian that's <laughs> wait, wait after you said white nationalism there's subjects for christianity oh that's even worse <laughs> <laughs> i like What's the idea of somebody difference? joining i like the idea of somebody joining 8chan just for the boat forums yeah <laughs> like nah dude this is the fucking unleashed fucking uncensored talk yeah. about boats <laughs> yeah finally we can really talk about <laughs> charts <laughs> we all know pontoon is a white man's boat <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's so funny to hear about 8chan because so it's because it's like okay so 8chan is now a non in this world i guess it's like a non-pc 4chan like yeah. a, a less uh you know PC I, mean, I, don't or, even, I don't even know if i could call it that i mean it was kind of it was kind of created not even pc but it's because like 4chan has like legal limitations like you can't call oh. a child molester on 4chan because oh really i want to get sued or <laughs> well that's or a bummer oh, okay. on 4chan, dude. yeah on a chain um, you can totally do that oh Apparently. okay like it's oh, less okay. restrictive by the way i really i i don't believe in being anonymous on the internet i think like that's where so much of the issues of the internet comes from yeah. like when i'm my reddit handle is literally i put a picture of myself as a little avatar and, right. and my my name is in my thing because yeah. it's just like that's the reason why people are so empowered to write awful and terrible things and spread shitty things is because it's the, from the cover of an anonymous little fucking guy that's true so like yeah. i think that like i just don't believe in that that should be a thing and it's but, fucked me so much on reddit because i post clips of my stand-up or like cooking videos and like any Reddit mod can see my username and then see the person who posted on YouTube and know that I'm promoting my own video and I constantly get taken down. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I just don't this fucking is... believe in it. I think it's terrible. I do have one Reddit burner account that I use to b- upload stuff, but even then I haven't used it enough to get enough karma to upload to really anything. So it's just sitting there. Um, yeah, this is Reddit is bullshit. Cause it's like, Oh man, this is a funny, this is a funny video. Wait, 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 wait. 
it's your video, you fucking piece of shit. What the fuck? Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. It's fucking dumb because, like, like wait. I, a place like Reddit couldn't exist without good internet content. So if you are a maker of good internet content, you should be able to post it yourself. Like, it's so dumb that you can't post it yourself. It's so stupid. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, but anyway, we were talking about 8chan and uh, the documentary. So oh, yeah. did they basically say the QAnon documentary came out of 8chan and not 4chan? Because I always thought it came out of 4chan. I mean, I think it started there, it, uh, but then had to move over to 8chan because of getting it taken down because of the legal implications of it, which then uh-huh. feeds into like these they're fucking trying to stop this. Uh, they're trying to silence us. It just further like motivates the people to think they're right. uh, correct and the information is accurate. Um, and they're just breaking it down. It's kind of it's it's just sad. Like there's people who are like, yeah, like the people who are still into it and like still, oh man, still holding on. I have, yeah. It's a six part documentary. I've only gotten to episode <laughs> two, so I don't. But there yeah. is like, but apparently, from what I've read a little bit, like the documentary does kind of like. By the end, say like, "Oh, these two guys are Q." Like these two guys made. Oh it, yeah, even if that's they don't, hilarious. Like, admit it. By the way, to get on HN, I just tried it. Do you just go to HN.com? Because I tried that, and it says this site can't be reached. And I'm like, did I just get put on a list? I don't know. You probably it's you like have to use like some. It, it's like early Facebook. Thing. You have to get invited. It's trendy <laughs> and exclusive. Yeah. Dude, if you Google HN, it it doesn't even come up as the like the first hit is literally Wikipedia and then the New York Times and then Wired and then Washington Post. Like you can't even it's not even on the first page of Google, like the actual site. Is it a site or is it an app? It's a site, I believe. <clears throat> I it's mean, so funny. I'm on page three of Google and it's still like not here's HN. How do you even get to HN? <laughs> you have to be invited. You might need, you might need like. Yeah, you might need something like Tor or something like one of those dark web web browsers to actually. Get oh, it. interesting. So that's where all it's the kitty porn lives. Then. <clears throat> I mean, probably. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, um, but yeah, which is funny that they're. Well, like, how do you launch an account a- again? <laughs> 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 which is like around. on one. That's awful. It's funny <laughs> because like one part of the website is devoted to like taking down pedophiles, and then probably another side of the website is like <laughs> completely promoting child porn. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if there's a place for it to exist. I like the fact that like there's so many like older like 50 year old people in the QAnon, like you see them at like Trump rallies and stuff. And the idea of like these people who you kind of assume would be somewhat tech illiterate, like basically yeah. are on surfing the dark web on an 8chan. It's like, I don't even know how to do that. I just tried and I couldn't. So how does this yeah. like 60 year old fucking <laughs> Trump supporter and, and yeah. to Florida figure it out? It's like yeah. if you used your computer savvy to just run an Amazon drop shipping business, yeah, it would make 180 <laughs> grand a year. You'd be so great. You'd be so set. It would be. Or be, if you if you use that internet savvy to fucking just be able to use your own remote and not have your son have to help you <laughs> to change yeah. the clock on it <laughs> on your TV. Um, but yeah, one was, of the things uh, I want to talk about. Oh, you finish up, Christian. Sorry. No, no, I'm done. Oh, one of the things I want to talk about is: Did you guys see the 60 minute Ron DeSantis thing? No, this, who is Ron DeSantis? So, He's the governor, governor of Florida. Governor right? of Florida. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, it's kind of funny how, like, the, I've 
read a lot of compelling stuff the last really the, the the this year the quarter one i guess of 2021 like about like the pandemic in general and how like the democrats are kind of running it and like the culture the media is kind of reporting on it and like the reality of it it's like we, we like we're out of the woods like literally anybody can get the vaccine in most places now and like we vaccinated 100 over 100 million people by the time we hit like 200 and some we have herd immunity i think it's like 270 or something so we're like we're on our way there like by memorial day this shit's over but like you wouldn't know it by the reports you wouldn't know it by the tone of the you know the government and you know biden and everything like that um it's like you watch like a, a video of them of literally biden's cabinet Everybody is fully vaccinated, 100% fully vaccinated. And the CDC even said if you are vaccinated and you're around other vaccinated people, you don't need to wear a mask. They literally like had their first cabinet meeting and everybody is wearing a mask and everybody is stationed six feet apart from each other. And it's all like it's all theater. They're just doing it. There's no reason like an SNL. There's no reason why you can literally do a scene where two characters are making out aggressively. And then when you're doing the thank you goodbyes at the end, everybody has to wear a mask and put the shields on and say goodbye. Like it makes like they're literally it's like there's no sense to any of this. Well, DeSantis got in trouble Mm -hmm. uh, for so see uh, 60 minutes basically looked up his financial stuff. And apparently Publix is a supermarket chain in the South. And it's fucking amazing, by the way. Publix is awesome. Um, it is amazing. Uh, but they donated like two hundred thousand dollars to Ron DeSantis's uh, pack or whatever his his thing. And then it comes out that Publix was um, basically was like given like a big vaccine kind of a distribution thing. So everybody was like, "Oh, this is pay to play." Like clearly. They gave Ron DeSantis 200 grand, and then Ron DeSantis was like, all right, Publix, since you gave me this money, I'm going to let you guys distribute vaccines. Well, like, long story short, God. there was like a big complicated process that happened uh, in picking Publix. It wasn't just that bare bones. And Ron DeSantis didn't even, it wasn't even his idea. And he basically just greenlit it after they did a bunch of research. They found that Publix's were like, very with like the what makes it so good is it has like a retail footprint and there's so many of them in the area so like yeah so like Mm -hmm. old people don't have to travel far people don't have to travel far yeah there's there's a there's a Publix within like five miles yeah there's a Publix within five miles of like 75 percent of the elderly apparently in this particular county so anyway there was this very and so six sixty minutes asks Ron DeSantis for an interview. He declines. So then they show up to the press conference and they ask him of this pay to play thing. He's like, you're doing pay to play. Like they, they donated you money. And now all of a sudden, and he goes, okay, that's fake. That's a fake narrative. That's not true. Here's why. And then he lays it out very eloquently. And I, by the way, I'm, I'm not a Ron DeSantis fan by any means. So this isn't me being like fanboying, fanboying out literally lays out. But step I will by say step the he process. Is, he, yeah. He is hot, but go on. Yeah, oh, yeah, very, he's very hot. handsome, very handsome. Uh, uh, I don't actually know he, what he looks like. He, he, lays yeah, out he, <laughs> he lays out every like the decisions going down the line of how Publix ended up being the vaccine place, right? 
Well, 60 Minutes cuts up his response and puts cuts in it to where, like, they cut back to the reporter, they cut back to him and cut back to the reporter, and they chop it up, basically, to make him answer the question extremely poorly, literally leaving out, like, 90% of what he said. And then they post that. That's the thing that went to air. I'm like, we can't, like, this is... Like maybe Trump had some. Maybe he was right. <laughs> like how can like that's that should be illegal. By the way, like yeah. that should be. And by the way, if you are a public official or if you are anybody who has to speak to the media, you should always record and video the entire thing in its entirety, unedited, just in case any of this shit happens. Both sides too, because you know Fox will do it to somebody on the on the left. So it's not just a but. Like, do we not understand, like, we live in a time where people trust the media less and less and less and less and less, and you're 60 Minutes, you're CBS, you're, like, one of the places that's not supposed to do this shit that Fox does or CNN does or MSNBC, like, at least when they do shit like this, you could always chalk it up to, yeah, well, it's not even news, it's news commentary, these people are all fucked up, like, anybody who believes everything they say are just whatever, 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 but, like, 60 minutes is not supposed is it's it's network news it's supposed to be prestigious news it's not supposed to do these things and when they do it it li- like you could, yeah. like I was telling Sarah we were talking about earlier is like you could do a thousand stories a hundred percent accurate a hundred percent responsible journalistically or whatever but if you do one of them like this everything is out the window like all of it's gone like now everything that 60 minutes has ever done can be basically called fake news and it's just like how do you not realize you're absolutely fucking destroying your own industry by fucking participating in this so if anybody wants to go and look at this video uh it's on twitter uh clay travis just look up clay travis he's a sports guy but he's like a republican guy but he he's the first person to post he put he put the videos side by side and he, he shows 60 minutes his response to it and then right after that in the same video he shows the full response by ronda santa so if you're interested go check it out because it's egregious the way uh they cut it up there's a great um, – <laughs> I'm going to do a Chris Farley show, but there's a great Simpsons episode where it's a pretty famous. is an older one where um, Homer uh, Homer gets like this treasured gummy bear and uh, he loses it and uh, he has to go drop off the babysitter um, you know, at, at home. And then he, he realizes the gummy bear is on her butt. So he pulls the gummy bear off her butt like while she's getting out of the car. And he eats and he's like, oh, thank you. And she's like, I was sexually harassed. He grabbed my ass. So like, (laughs) and then anyway, so it becomes this whole big controversy and he has to do like a 60 minutes type interview. He's like, I'll just go to the media and tell them my case. So he does the interview and they show him like filming the interview. And it's like, he's explains himself uh, perfectly. And there's like a little clock behind him and all this stuff. And then he watches the interview and it's like so cut up and it's so (laughs) distorted. Like the guy's like, so why did you? why did you grab her? And he's like, in the real one, he goes, I just wanted that sweet candy. And, and the, the, uh, the one that Eric goes, I just want that sweet, sweet can that sweet, sweet can. It's so, edited. it's so edited that the, the, the hilarious thing is it's so edited that when like it's on him, there's like, ser- there's uh, the clock is behind him and there's shots where the clock changes hands like three times in like two seconds. So it's so obviously edited. It's one of my favorite things ever. But it's exactly that thing. It's like it's kind of nothing new. But these news magazine shows, like that's just what they do. Like whenever you hear celebrities go, that was taken out of context or whatever. It's kind of like it can be true. They're not. 
it's not always lying. And like, that's why some people just don't like to talk because they know like, it's not even what I say. It's like, it's how they report it. It's like, if I do a magazine interview, they're going to take what I said out of context because they fucking, they just want a story. And it's like, you're, 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 you're absolutely right though. You can make us anything feel conspiratorial shady or like something nefarious is afoot. If yeah. I just, if I texted you, Christian, are you a pedophile? And let's just say you're, you're like, this is just annoying. Like you're not even responding. I can say in the article, Christian Durant did not respond. And it looks like, oh, yeah. he didn't respond. Like you can just form a narrative. It's really yeah. easy to make a narrative off of uh, scant information or off of just manipulating the information. Especially without context, especially without context. If you just take any little piece and just go, I mean, there's like, there's some, here's why Trump worked because he was, he's been famous for a long time and I'm sure he's had stuff taken out of context in that way. So he's, he can, he can always say that, like, he can always say, you know, they're liars. They, they put out fake news and all this stuff. The problem is when you become president, it's way different to say that he doesn't understand the responsibility that is, but like, there's probably a level of truth to it. But then once you, once you just go fake news, fake news, fake news all the time, then it's, you know, it's, the, the media has to come back at you. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing over. too. It's if you can yeah. just say fake news, fake news, fake news, it's a Trump card. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. you can create zero lose games. You can yeah. just create a game where you can't lose because your loss when you lose, it wasn't legitimate. And, uh, th- I mean, that's how you never. And then if you have any kind of wins, then well, that's obviously a win. Cause that's a kind of win. Yeah. That's the thing. But, it's like with yeah. Trump, especially like Trump would, it's like there are examples of fake news, obviously, but when any type of criticism is automatically fake news, yeah, it, it's like okay, well they're not they're not batting zero on covering you, <laughs> like they definitely like, right, but then, right. yeah, but then the, get, the narrative yeah. become with, with Trump is like naturally people got defensive about him because of. He was always claiming that. So then like kind of the narrative become, well, the, the media never lies. And it's like, well, you know, they kind of do. Have you ever seen that video where like um, where they show uh, a million different like news stations saying the exact same thing? Yeah. the it's uh, like saying the same like scripted. It's, they're basically like the, the AP, the Associated Press comes out with um, – like a thing and big everybody picks up off the AP and they just read the exact mm-hmm. same AP headline. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. it's nauseating to see. And it's just like, especially <laughs> what I always thought was so funny is like, they do it with such satisfaction. Like they're like the fucking first people to, to think of something so clever. And they like, I remember the worst one was when Austin, when um, uh, Michael Myers had a baby uh, and they were like, Oh, Austin power star, uh, you know, Mike Myers just oh, had yeah. their first baby, brings a new meaning to the term, yeah, baby, or something like that. And they all did it and, and they all like, read it in this way with this look on their face. Like the look on their face was literally like, drop the mic. What I just said was fucking baller. And it was, it was just, oh my God, so bad. 
Mike Myers is saying, yeah, baby, to his newborn yeah. baby. Mike Myers today is saying, yeah, baby, to his newborn baby. Mike the, Myers today. <laughs> the, the reason it's, it's anytime you present something as you cannot present anything as like, like you think it's about to be hilarious because it just yeah. takes the funny. It's like if you've ever heard someone tell a story and they say like, and then I said the funniest thing to him. <laughs> You're like, I'm out. I'm already, I already think it's not funny because you set it yeah. up to be like, this is the funniest shit. And the newscasters yeah. there implicitly, the presentation is like, this is so funny. But if you're a newscaster and you present it in that ironically on this is so unfunny to think this is funny, then it kind of can become funny again. It's like <laughs> yeah. on this podcast when we do pseudo like pseudo yeah. shitty intellectual lines like we the reason yeah. it makes us laugh is because it's like how unfunny or unintelligent would you have to be to think this is about to blow someone's mind? So if they were just like. Which gives a meaning to the whole new term, yeah, baby, and then like, like <laughs> just made a squinch face for ten seconds. It might work. There's a comedian who does that. He's like, he basically like wins all of his stories, and he all of his, so many of his bits were like, and then I said. And it's like this, and I'm like, you clearly thought of something to say to somebody, and then made up the this situation, and yeah. that never happened. One of them was like. I was like sitting at a playground and this parent comes up to me and says, oh, which one is yours? And I said, I haven't decided yet. And I'm like, yeah, really? You did that to a parent? You really did that? When you're by yourself in a park, you fucking idiot. Like, and of course it gets laughs and everybody's like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe. And it's just like, does everybody, I don't know. You're Obviously stand-up can be whatever it is. And you don't like Anthony Jeselnik is a good example all this shit he's saying is none of it's true and it's all fucking crazy and it's all purposely yeah. terrible. But like, right. We kind of all understand that, you know? And like when Chappelle tells us to worry about the baby and smoking crack, we understand yeah. that this is just like this crazy, but like the way this guy does it is like so autobiographical. Like, so the other day, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, I fucking hate that kind of shit. Even when a professional comedian does. And then I said this or something, it's fucking dumb. I hate it. That's why the only exception to this rule might be like working class Italian guys. When they say, so I says to the guy, you're like, okay, it's kind of, I don't know why it's kind of funny. It is kind of funny, yeah. but that's their version of, so I said the funniest thing. It's, but there's, I don't know. There's something that retains likability of a, uh, so I says to the guy, I says, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's weird. I was just talking about, kind of this thing sometimes do you ever do you ever like um have like a proud ad lib moment not in like not in comedy just in life where you go like dude i actually i don't know where that came from like what's yours uh i mean you know this entire podcast is uh no i'm just kidding i'm kidding i finish every episode and go man i said i did it again Uh, yeah, I, I've definitely know. developed jokes based off of things that I said in real time, yeah. but like my things that I say have been more of like a funny observation rather than like a quip that everybody was impressed with. Like yeah. that's the thing about stand up is like most of the time when you think of something that's funny, 
it's not in a situation where everybody else is seeing the exact same thing in the same way you are. Like yeah. comedians yeah. kind of have this weird lens that we kind of see things through and they're like, oh, that's funny. Like yeah. I remember meeting somebody like a long time ago. They're like, I was at a bar with them. And it was like the one of the cliche things that happens when you're a comedian. People go, oh, be careful. He's going to put this in his act. Uh, well, we were at a bar and like this dude like was drunk and he like fell off of his stool and the guy was like, oh my God, dude, are you going to talk about that? I'm like, no, because you thought it was funny. Like why? Yeah. Like don't that. That's how I know it. Like, do you think I'm going to go on stage and be like, I was at this bar and this idiot fell. Ah! No, you fucking idiot. Like the thing that I'll make get fun it? of is you telling me that <laughs> like you don't yeah. like it's like you just don't get it. Yeah. So. I've definitely like said things, I guess, you know, whatever in in moments that have been funny, but like when it comes to developing on stage, it's usually something that I'm not. Well, I have heard Whitmer. I have heard your story. I've actually heard you tell that story on stage. And this is what I remember Christian. This is what Whitmer said as he said, uh, you know, there's a guy at a bar and he was so drunk. He fell off the stool. And I remember Whitmer's punchline on stage was he said, and then I said, well, that's going to leave a mark. And <laughs> I just, it was like, that was your opener for a while. Wait, did it wasn't kill? It? Oh, of course it did, guys. Come on. Because <laughs> I remember, yeah, you were doing that for a couple of years. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm the first person who, who thought of that's going to leave a mark. And a lot of people a sense have just copied it. You know, that was me, dude. This was a this is an actual hilarious thing Whitmer just said off the cuff one time where we were like, um, he brought his dog over and whenever our dog and his dog get together they just all they do is just hump all day they just play grab it's ass so- it's literally like it's they can do it endless. for eight hours endless yeah, grab ass never, just humping never each other <laughs> like and especially before like my dog got neutered they were just like hump 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 just like literally having sex all over the, the place the best right? relationship ever man they were just <laughs> really they're they're two boys no drama two, two gay dogs they are so then we're like sitting outside and they're just like this is like hour 4 of them just like nonstop doing it and the Whitmer goes like what if you just had two friends who were just doing that in the corner <laughs> like two what if you just had two gay guys who just wouldn't stop while you're just like having a barbecue <laughs> you're all just drinking Miller Lite and they're literally just rubbing up and down intense making out for making four out hours in, yeah not a pack here and there but a fucking yeah God, that's that yeah they would be unhangoutable with and yeah. it is true whether they're gay or straight that would be the most awful thing <laughs> like what even if there were like two attractive women like i'd be like that's yeah. i don't want that right that's awful like, yeah at some point you're just like guys guys and if they guys. don't stop you gotta like spray them with a hose or something like, <laughs> stop <laughs> like, all right calm down why did you invite them i don't know they're my girlfriend's <laughs> friends I like they're at your house too so it's like it's like harder to get them out than it would be to leave Right. What were you going to say, Christian? No, I was just thinking about this the other, like yesterday, because I don't know why it just popped in my brain, but like one time, uh, Natasha's friends were over and they were like going out and having, you know, they're about to go out and I'm just like hanging out with them. And they, uh, somebody had mentioned that, uh, one of her friends was like, Oh, I'm going to go see Ja Rule like in concert. Uh (laughs) And, uh, she was like, she goes like, I hope he's not one of these, like, rappers that's like late all the time and i don't know why but i just went i was like 
nah, he'll be on time. I was like, 2001 Ja Rule can be late. <laughs> yeah. 2017 Ja Rule's got to be there on yeah, time. He's, he's got to be. He's tickets. <laughs> he's going to show you. He, he might even seat you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a Rabel Brothers comedy show on the road. <laughs> he carried the amp in. He yeah. Someone asked him, like, hey, can I? They thought he was a, a waiter. Like, can I, get a, can I get a gin and tonic? And then he did it. He had to. He was like, I guess I just have to kind of take this person order. <laughs> that is so fucking yeah. funny, man. That is accurate. I don't know why this, I thought of that. This is an era where I feel like. I feel like fame is more monetizable now more than ever. Just straight fame, just straight fame. People know your face and a little bit about you is like, but it it's, it's both been cheapened because it's so monetizable. And also it's, there is, it's more directly monetizable. Like cameo, like Ja Rule can hop on cameo. There's enough people who might want to hear him. uh, You know, just say happy birthday to a friend because people are stupid. And I guess he means a lot to some people, which, you know, whatever, but, uh, yeah. I want to know the first celebrity who was like the, cause clearly like when cameo became a thing, like someone's agent was like, Hey man, maybe you should look into cameo. And at first it was like D list people. Like it was screech rest in peace. And like, yeah, like what was the first like kind of guy where like now agents were like listen mel gibson like fucking so and so is on cameo like come on <laughs> you're not gonna do it now like who was the first guy what was the first domino to fall that like now is like every agent in their pitch meeting for domino is like hey or um every pitch meeting cameo. for cameo uses that celebrity's name like i want to know who that was because before like when it first started it was just kind of like hilarious where you could get like rufio from hook to fucking tell your friend that he's gay on his birthday (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) and now it's like fucking everybody's on cameo (laughs) like you can fucking everybody which is what makes it sad you're like you're a real celebrity you're a real celebrity especially if ones that are somewhat current yeah, like Snoop Dogg is on Cameo, but you feel like he would be. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Snoop is kind of this weirdly like I'll just I feel like Snoop is like John Cena and that they don't say no to any offer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel right, like they're right. like, yeah, I'm just going to do everything. Why not? Um and I mean everything, including Martha Stewart <laughs> cooking show. <laughs> like, yeah, really. You're like, what? <laughs> it's so it's so adorable when you see them like on camera, like even off camera and stuff they're like they actually have kind of a warm relationship (laughs) they're like actually pretty friendly it's really it's really sweet to me snoop has somehow you're right snoop has somehow done the impressive job of retaining cool despite being everywhere yeah and like i like snoop you know on one hand one could and i i don't begrudge any celebrity for like just like cashing in perhaps especially not someone like snoop who i think did grow up with like meager means like he grew yeah. up in a, right so but like he actually still has retained like street cred cool even though he's yeah. done a cooking show with martha stewart or he is on cameo or he you know yeah. had didn't like maybe was in an ad for like nabisco or something 
And right, but right. Snoop feels still like, oh, we still like, I don't mind it. It's not, for whatever reason, it's like not lame. The thing about Snoop is he's, two things is one, the crazy thing is he's been Snoop since he's 19. He's been famous since he was 19. He's almost 50 now. Which, yeah. which I mean, to, to be as iconic as he is at this age still too and relevant is still pretty crazy but two is he never like he started off as like gangster rap but then he he never kept saying he was a gangster sort of you know what i mean like he just was like he's a weirdly like celebrity who's like just comfortable in his own skin you feel like and he's Mm -hmm. like his credibility doesn't come from like i'm a thug i'm being a gangster his credibility comes from like yeah i grew up poor and i still like I have like that, me- not that mentality, but like, I, I didn't forget where I came from. He, he exudes that in a, in a lot of ways. Plus he was so, he's like the mascot for weed and has been right. for so long. He was, he was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's probably, he's probably not a good example, but like, I guess in a way you could make this criticism of it. The thing that annoys me about a lot of this stuff is it's not, it's all about fame and it's not about like what they do. Like, yeah. You know, if you're a good actor or a good musician or this, that, and the other, you can get work without having to constantly be trying to feed your, like, your fame rating or whatever. Like, someone like Tom Hardy, for example, you know, will be a leading man even though he doesn't really do much press. He's not, he's not like a, he's not all about the celebrity side of him. And even to a lower extent, like, I mean, like, fucking... Greg Kinnear or like Stanley Tucci, these actors, like they're like they're yeah. none of them have to like, hey guys, I have to keep up this level of fame. Yeah. It's what's like, no, it's kind of about like what you want to make and do. So like whenever you're trying to just feed the fame rating that you have in your head, you know, and I guess there is an argument to be made that well, the more famous you are, the more jobs you could potentially get. But it's also like kind of like if you're good at what you yeah. do you're gonna get it if as long, it's just really after the first break really like once you yeah. break it into the business and you're good at what you do you know you'll you'll work for the rest of your life if you want like it's up to you at that point and i don't know it's just, this kind of shit that's why me. we've said it before it's always worth saying again will smith is on tiktok why (laughs) like i've seen him be like him actually is he's making actual tiktoks not just like he has a social media team and i i I know he has you know people who write tiktoks for him and then he performs right and like he's hopped on trends like tiktok trends uh and i'm just like and then he's like one of them was there's this trend where people have a song going on of, and the song sets up, they're about to show something really embarrassing from their life. And yeah. the, the song is like, wake up in the morning, uh, questioning so many things. And it's like, the, I don't know what the fucking song is, but the point is he had, he hopped on a trend to be like, I'm so embarrassed about that time. I thought it was a good idea to uh, do a St. Patty's dance alone in a hotel room. And then it was him just dancing alone in a hotel room and I was like, you, that wasn't an authentic moment from your life that you yeah. were like, oh, that was embarrassing. That thing that actually happened. You that was also a TikTok made, video. <laughs> yes. You fabricated a embarrassing moment, like performing for a fucking cell phone. Like this is your, like this After is After you're already a millionaire. <laughs> like <laughs> You're already a millionaire. Yeah. You won showbiz. You like can do so many interesting things with the fact that you're the most famous ish, one of the most famous actors on earth. 
Um, like, go be in indie movies. Go do something weird. You really no, should. No, don't do yeah. – like, it'd be so fucking – like, we want to love Will Smith again, but you keep being in the high-octane diluted crap that d- d- Disney and whoever just keeps churning out. Because it's like Will Smith is a brand now, yeah. and you have to feed the brand, and you – it's all obnoxious shit. And that's – you know, it's like you? podcasting. Like, podcasting started, like, with people – who literally like didn't really have much going on. And even the ones who did, they didn't have enough going on. Like Joe Rogan started his podcast. He still, he, he had money. He, he was a working comedian. He did fear factor. He, he was doing fine. Um, but like now, like Hillary Clinton has a podcast, you know, and it like mm-hmm. fucking every actor has a podcast. I've noticed that. Like I listen to like iHeartRadio. Um, sometimes yeah. and like they, all the ads now are for other podcasts and it's always like mini driver has a podcast. You're like, like, <laughs> what? Are like, what? Like, what? Who's like, ah, oh, mini my- driver. <laughs> like, what? I, I, I just like, Dude. it seems to me that like, I mean, maybe with her, it's a good, maybe with her, it's like, she's like, well, fuck, I'm an actress in Hollywood in my forties or fifties now. Like no one's going to hire me for shit. So now I have to start a podcast. So maybe it's more forgivable for someone like mini driver. That was just kind of random, but you know, it's just like, but why are these like some people who are just ultra famous, just having their own podcast now? And it's just because like they can, and it's an extra source of income. It's like Will Smith is like, Oh I can start a YouTube channel and immediately right. get four. It's like they don't have to do any of the work to get the subscribers. They're just them. And then they can make the money off of that and it'll pay for the fifth beach house. And they're like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Who cares? I'm a brand. Yeah. I'm like, it's like opening up a new franchise. It's like I have That's- my movies and I have my next franchise, which is going to be my YouTube. And then I have my other one, which is my TikTok. And it's all about more, more and more. The disease bullshit. of more. More bullshit. And, and then here's the perfect exa- example to me of – you can just monetize fame. Every person who gets very famous is then immediately like, I'm launching a tequila company. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I, I'm like, what? Like, who the fuck is, gives a fuck about buying Conor McGregor tequila? Who gives a fuck yeah. about buying The Rock tequila? Yeah. This, it's all, it's like this lifestyle that you're associating with yourself, but don't derive identity out of these fucking people. Like, I think it's like it's kind of the thing of like uh, the, that's what sucks about actors or what sucks about being an actor is like you just have to wait for somebody to want to cast you in something. So The Rock is like and all these people doing this, uh, you know, alcohol. I have less of a problem with like the alcohol stuff like George Clooney's has tequila or something like that. Yeah. But it's like I have less of a problem with it because it's kind of just a passive income. It's basically like it's like their version That's of true. getting an of like using their car for an Uber. That's uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. But their version of it, yeah. it makes eight million dollars within <laughs> exactly. three months. It's like- By the way, Clooney Clooney's is the most forgivable because he literally invested in a company. Yeah. He was like, oh, this tequila company is on the up and up. I'm going to invest in it. Yeah. And then he sold his and he got his money back and made more as an investor. And that, he was out. Right. He doesn't even own it anymore. He owned yeah. a piece of it and he got his money paid back plus the vig whatever of the investment is. I'm sure. He, like That's the whole point of like him being an investor. It's like I want to green light projects. I want to green light companies and I want to make yeah. my money back. So but like the other people jump on board like uh, the, we already talked about the Jenner one, right? Kylie Jenner or something was like. I, she just has a tequila company. She's like, I've always had a passion for tequila, but like tequila takes like 
like five or 10 years to make or something. So yeah. clearly it was like they made the tequila 10 years ago and now they just need to put the label on the bottle. And now that's when she comes around and then acts like she has a passion for the, like she had anything to do with the last five to 10 yeah. years of development of this thing. It's, think- it's all, it's all bullshit to be like, Ooh, I have a tequila company. It's like, no, you don't. It probably comes more from her managers going like the managers who make 10%. Yeah. Like she's yeah. a billionaire, but the manager's like, well, I gotta, like, I'm really not talented. So I need some more, I need to get my retirement fund. But now. then it's so like, they just like, they just go, okay, Kylie, they, this tequila company wants you to be their spokesman. They're going to pay. She's like, why is that? And then you're like, I look, you get $10 million, just sign here and you, and do two commercials. Te- tequila okay. is an alcohol. It is a, yeah. a alcohol. <laughs> like, And then you- everybody just, you know, I'm guessing it's like a thing where like, do you want $10 million? Just do these two things. And she goes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's no, like, I don't think she cares. I think that family is just like, I'm not even mad at them. They, I think their, their motivation right. is just be bigger, be bigger, be bigger, be bigger. But there's no, like, there's no end goal. Yeah. With them too, especially it's like, they, they didn't have any passions. Like the reason why they're famous right. isn't because one of them decided to be an actor or like a th- whatever there. It goes back to the whole famous for being famous thing is they're all just famous personalities who don't actually do anything. Well, none of them are really good at anything with the exception of one of them, I guess, as a model. Um, so I guess there's probably work that she has to do to stay in shape or whatever, to be a model for things. But I get the sense too, that the reason why she's a model isn't necessarily because it's because of people like she's already a brand. So like if a fashion designer can get you wearing their outfit or whatever, it's, Hey, Kylie Jenner is wearing my, whatever the fuck, brassiere, whatever fuck thing. So, you know, even then it's not like that was a passion. It's not like she was a model for her whole life. Like, you know, and it was like her dream to be a model. And then, then she made it huge from being a model. No, like I feel like being a model was another tequila company for her. It was just like, oh, I can just go be this thing. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, the, whatever. And I'm, you know, so it's like none of them are inherently good at anything. So they do everything. Uh, they post out, <laughs> yeah. they literally post Instagram f- pictures of products and get paid a million dollars for it. Like it's like that's, it's a whole, it's a house of cards. And it's like when you realize that. It's all built on what it's built on. It's kind of just like it's so phony and like who gives a fuck, man? Yeah. 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 It's almost they're almost done. That's what no. <laughs> well, that's the <laughs> thing so is rich. nothing is ever almost done. Like even even like Trump shit. It's like we thought like the media would be better yeah. after Trump was gone. And then Rick, you cite a, a pretty legitimately good example of the media is just like you like i don't trust the thing that i would like conservatives to know is like i don't trust mainstream media either so that isn't (laughs) fully illegitimate you get a little illegitimate when you know you think that your media is simply the good media too like you have to go both of it has examples of bullshit it's just but then our dichotomy is so weird where any like remote caution or suspicion of mainstream media can among like liberals make them make you out to be like a yeah. like deep All state right. conservative yeah you're like no yeah, yeah, i yeah. just like this dichotomy sucks yeah. 
if you yeah if you retweet the ron desantis thing then people are like you fucking alt right that's true racist yeah. piece of shit yeah and you're and like, it's like that's the everything it turns into politics like wearing a mask or not wearing a mask is now politics well it, it has been for a year but yeah it just it sucks that we're in this like it's it sucks that everything has to be a political statement it's it like why i just really want them to be like stop with the theater stop with like the optics stop having such a fucking concern about how things look and actually have a concern with how things are and just fucking like be honest about shit there's no reason for an entirely vaccinated group of people to be wearing masks and distancing and putting up shields. They're only doing it because it's on TV and they want the fucking credit for being like, look what we're doing in the pandemic. We're taking this seriously because we're not Trump. We take it seriously. And it's like, yeah, you good. You should take things seriously, but you should also, you know, maybe like look at the fucking guidelines and then plan accordingly. And maybe that's taking it seriously rather than, Right. I, like people are posting on another like, hey, maybe we should always be wearing masks because the flu numbers are down. I'm like, really? Like no. you could also <laughs> yeah, we could I'm also sure stay inside forever. All of us in quarantine forever and never leave our houses and never do anything. And that would also make the flu numbers go down. But that like you could also shoot everybody in the fucking face and there'd be no flu. Also, like like there's no <laughs> goddamn like you're so dumb. Everybody is fucking stupid and precious with their uh, it sucks. uh yeah but i mean it's true but it all goes back to the same thing of like the media where it's like if biden and them don't do the mask thing then fox news is going to kill them for it so they're going to go look at look at joe biden says wear a mask if you're fucking making under thirty thousand. but he and his elite squad of elites elitist elites they don't have to wear a mask so like they just have to do it because of that and the other side has to do their yeah. thing because of CNBC will kill CNBC, um, MSNBC will kill them too. And it's like, I don't know. Doesn't that suck, dude? Doesn't it suck that that's why everybody's doing stuff? It's yeah. like, hey, if we, do, yeah, it's like we're going to be called a hypocrite. Well, guess what? You're always going to be called a hypocrite. You want to want you want to know why? Because every person who lives in this country is a hypocrite. Every yeah. single person in this country has a phone made by a child and shoes made by children. Yes. And we fucking every single person participates in it. We all have blood on our hands. So let's stop with like that's one of the things that sucks is every single meme is like, well, the right says this, but then the left says that they're all a hypocrite. Everybody's a hypocrite. The stop yeah. with the argument. We're all hypocrites. If everybody's a hypocrite, it, it means that there's no meaning in the word hypocrite anymore. It's like we have to get rid of this shit, man. Everyone's that's the that's the that relates to like the socialist being super trendy to just say you're like a socialist while existing and co- clearly benefiting from capitalism in some way like like yeah. it, it must it must be so nice to just get to go capitalism is purely an evil system as if it's not yeah. more complex than that as if there aren't like yeah. people within capitalism who are good people don't get me wrong a lot of it is fucked up but it's just I just I hate a good sentence I heard recently was I hate anyone who cares more about ideology over humanity. Yeah. And I think that occurs a lot is a lot of people well, rank like ideology over humanity. Yeah. It's like the idea of socialism in a lot of ways sounds good, but and then shitting on capitalism because capitalism definitely has its flaws and those are true to an extent, but like people don't realize like everybody talks about raising taxes and like government run healthcare and all these other things. 
It's like, does anybody realize how inefficient government is at everything that they've ever done? Like, I, I read this story that like uh, California decided to uh, pay a company like $600 million to basically create their COVID vaccine website and all the tech support that goes around with it. I'm like, you could make it on Squarespace for $100. Where does this $600 million go? Are you fucking kidding me? Literally, you gave a company $600. They paid an Indian kid $12 an hour to build you a Squarespace site and then took the rest of the money. They literally, like, do you, like, what, like, anytime the government does anything, people just go, oh, well, we don't have to bargain the price. We're just going to tell them it costs $600 million. They're going to give us the $600 million and then we're going to spend maybe $15,000 collectively on giving them the site and we're going to take the rest of, of it. Like, And it's going to be shitty. It's we're going to spend It's going to be shitty too. It's going to suck. Like if you spent, you know, 100 grand on the website, it would be unreal. It'd be such a good website. Yeah. Like, I, I guarantee you. Grand. Yeah, if I had if I had if I had $3,000, I could have a WordPress website that's built that is significantly better than New York's unemployment website. Significantly. And all it would take is about three grand and like maybe like a hundred hours of my time. Like if I had three grand to pay people to do the little tinkering that I don't know how to do and then I do the rest of it, I could have the website up for you in two weeks uh, and it'll be better than New York's current unemployment website. But I guarantee you they paid some company $500 million to make their unemployment website. And it's fucking dog shit and it sucks. So like whenever we talk about we should tax the rich, it's like I think we should tax the rich. But dude, can we give the money to somebody else? <laughs> like, does the money, like does the money have to go to the government? Because the government sucks. It's terrible. And I hate to sound like a fucking libertarian idiot because libertarians are the worst because they basically like – they they want they're always like we're socially liberal but um uh fiscally fiscally conservative but really it's like no no you're 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 like fiscally irresponsible and socially anarchists like like no, no, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're like you're the you're you're not right. good at anything because <laughs> they love ideology more than anything and the, here's a perfect yeah. example there's a hilarious video online of uh, someone, the Libertarian 2016 convention. Uh, Gary Johnson ended up being the candidate in that, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. And the, the video is it cuts to the, the moderator's question is, should there be, should we, do we need driver's licenses? Like, do we need the government? <laughs> and the first guy goes like, absolutely not. Why would why does the government need to tell me how good I am at driving? And it cuts to another candidate, and people go yeah in the audience, and it cuts <laughs> to another candidate, and another candidate goes, "What's next? They're gonna give me a license to make toast at my house?" And then the crowd goes yeah, <laughs> and then it cuts to Gary Johnson, and he goes, "You know, I don't think it's unreasonable for someone to have to demonstrate a capacity for driving." And really. <laughs> <laughs> like God. that like normal position of like i, I don't think it's crazy because he's the moderate I, yeah he's the the moderate libertarian who's mainstream enough to be the major party candidate like or and but in their like circle they're like this guy is a sellout because he thinks it's not crazy to have 
driver's license is. That's exactly what's going like, on. Yeah. That's exactly what's going on in the QAnon documentary. So like as soon as somebody's like, hey, you know, I think uh, maybe it's this pizza restaurant is actually just a pizza restaurant. People are like, fuck you. Get out, you <laughs> fucking pedo. <laughs> You're like, I don't Pet know. Pedophologist. Yeah. That's that's true. That's uh yeah. They Why? should create a fourth branch of government that is run by like Jeff Bezos, honestly. Like, you know who is like an expert in logistics? Jeff Bezos. Like, that guy's mm-hmm. company. Like, let him run well, how we no, spend no, no, the money and allocate they it. They already do. They already do it. They already use the U.S. Postal Service to have like prices cost nothing. We subsidize Amazon. They use. The, the US Dude, Am- no, 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 no. A- Amazon has their own drivers now. Like, the, like they, like they. I'm sure they use the post office in some capacity. But Amazon, uh, maybe they literally, used to or something. Amazon literally hired their own fleet of drivers to make sure that their packages got delivered because they couldn't trust the post office and the post office couldn't handle it. So, like, Amazon delivers their own packages now. They don't even use the government. Like, granted, I mean, I'm not saying Amazon doesn't use government. Obviously, they drive on government roads and shit like that. But that's not my whole point in this. My point is, is like, take someone who's an expert in logistics and put them, make them the president of how America spends their money, take, collect all the taxes, and then efficiently, like a business person, and negotiate and, like, make sure all the good things happen and just spend the money the way it's supposed to. Like, if, if, the California government is spending $600 million on a website. I guarantee you there's at least 10 examples of that type of egregious spending at the very least in every single state in this entire country, let alone our own federal government right. separate from other states. Like, like I, you, I guarantee you that some, like the government is taking in enough tax money. They're just spending it irresponsibly. And that's probably part of why there's a debt and deficit and why everything the government touches sucks. Um, it's like, like, think about it. Like if you were, if you were building something and your client was the government versus if you're building something and your client is any business who is going to buy your thing. So like your, your, your roads, for example, like you're a company that builds supplies for roads. And like, let's just say that like the roads uh, people are building roads and they have to put in bids to, and they're going to buy your materials, but you're competing with other materials companies to basically have your materials be the ones used to build the roads. If, if it's the government, no one's negotiating with anybody. You can just say whatever price you want and they're going to say, okay, sure. But if it's like a free market thing where everybody's competing, people are going to like the, the price is going to get drive down and the company that's the most competent yeah. will, will get there. And it's just like competition is always good. And granted competition has its downfalls too. And like often the best don't win often the most inexpensive wins. And that doesn't always produce the best product. It definitely has its faults, but like to me, like you're better off with a system like that than you are. If everything is just run by the government, the government can't run shit. Yeah. Point well, is, look. we need to prior. Uh, point is, we need to privatize police Everything. forces. Anyway, everybody, yes, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, yeah, episode one hundred, <laughs> private police. That's what we want. Uh, Real quick, uh, just I just want to go back to one quick, quick, quick thing. Do it. About, do like, it. Your your thing about the hypocrites and like young people going like socialism. I listened to this South Park podcast a while back when they did their like Amazon episode. I don't know if you guys saw it, but basically it was kind of like, it was kind of a weird, almost anti-capitalist 
episode sort of, but like, anyway, so, uh, the two podcasters were like, you know, 18, 19, they're like, they're so annoying. Cause they're like, well, this episode really stuck with me. Cause I'm a communist. And, uh, I, uh. I, you just, you just want to be like, you asshole. Like, first of all, talk to anybody over like 50 who lived in co- like under communism yeah. and they will not talk about how great it was. But anyway, they're like, this episode was really good because I like communism and all this stuff. And then at the end of the episode, it's like, okay, so um, if you like our episode, donate to our Patreon and <laughs> you're like, you Yeah. I remember everybody. Fuck uh, you. Casper mattresses by Casper. <laughs> yeah. This is the communism podcast by being, Casper. Being and- a communism, being a communist and, and participating in our country is like the equivalent of like writing in on an election like you're voting for Dumbledore like you're just you're you're just exercising your obnoxious your thing that you want cannot will not happen and it can't happen and has never successfully happened so like you're just like living in a fantasy world and your fantasy utopia is the winner and, and that's what it's a cop-out it's the biggest fucking cop-out of all time this one last detail and then we can wrap it up is in my one of my very good friends uh, is an immigrant from uh, kind of uh, the Eastern Bloc, like Czech Republic, and mm-hmm. she had a really good point that she shared, which was every like trendy like for the people uprising in America uses the hammer and sickle logo, and she's <laughs> like she just like kind of was like you know that logo has been used by regimes that have killed hun- hundreds of thousands yeah. of people hundreds and of it, millions or excuse me hundreds of millions yes it was yeah. that high hundreds of yeah. millions and to use that logo to think that it's trendy and you're for freedom it's why did that logo get reclaimed it's it's awful yeah the like, hammer and sickle honestly like it should be up there with the swastika i mean for real more people have died uh, more people have like, died under the hammer and sickle than under the swastika nazi government it, it's it's not cool it's yeah. like not a bit and like i i don't know if people who use it are aware of that and that's also a form of like you know Kind of like privilege blindness or privilege bias. Yeah, that's what it all like, is. Yeah, man. Like someone doesn't know enough about the world or isn't curious enough to think about the iconography that an organization they believes in uses. Um, so I was, yeah. I listened to a person and I'll say this and we can shut up. And I mean, we're going a little long, but it is episode 100. Come on, it's episode 100. Um, so uh, they said the, uh, this, this guy named David Sachs, he's like a, uh, entrepreneur, big tech guy, a really smart guy, Silicon Valley. He said, socialism works, but basically you, when you redistribute wealth, it basically makes everybody equally poor and not equally rich. Yeah. Like if you, if you do socialism mm-hmm. and you redistribute all the wealth, it basically puts everybody in a state of poverty. And if you, you know, that's why it doesn't really work and why whenever it's practiced anywhere else, it doesn't seem to work. Now, I don't know if that's true because I do know that they do have those few like European countries, uh, I think like Sweden and Finland and stuff that seem to have maybe more modern day ideals of, of, um, of, uh, of socialism. But I also know that like no one in socialism, like no one who has public health care really likes it like people in canada have talked to I've, i was watching on reddit someone saying like yeah you have to wait in line like there's a it's like it's a huge dmv basically it's like you have found a tumor in your brain yeah. 
well, you can't get surgery until 11 months from now because that's the next slot that's open. And it's like, it, it's it's a lot of the grass is greener on the other side shit where people but think socialism. America I mean, sucks, I, but is awesome. It's it's true. And, I'm, and it's like it's, when you, know, you say America things sucks, like this, it's, awesome. it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't mean we shouldn't do anything. It doesn't mean we shouldn't tax. The fact that there is such a disparity between the rich and the poor and things like that, you know, these things could be worked on. But I don't think it's like, let's get rid of what we have and run a sheer socialist fucking government. Because I don't think that that works either. And I think the common thing is none of these, all these systems on paper seem to be good ideas, but none of them account for human error and the human nature. So in practice, they sound all great, but one in when you have to practice them it's it all sucks <laughs> so we kind of have like yeah it's a like good a, bad system like w- what are you gonna do like it's kind of like the churchill quote about democracy where he goes that democracy yeah. is the worst form of government except for all the other ones that's kind of like, yeah. like <laughs> it's the worst, is the worst yeah. one except for everything else yeah, it's the yeah. worst form of means of production except all the other ones yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, everyone, today's episode is sponsored by Charmin. Charmin yeah. can wipe that ass and get it clean. Charmin, I wipe did, that ass I, and drink beer and eat wings. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna need that Charmin when you're done eating a Buffalo Wild Wings, wings, beer, sports, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> We got the pussy. So if you're not a pussy, come get our pussy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, that's been episode 100. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us for 100 episodes. Yes, uh, I thank appreciate you. all the donations, all the subscribers, likes, reviews, rate, ratings, and all that stuff. Thank you so much, guys. Yep. And if yeah. you go to anchor.fm. Right. In, in, in honor of the 100 episodes. Yep, go ahead, Wait, sorry. So if you go to anchor.fm slash oh dear, you can sign up to be a reoccurring member who did, I guess it's like $5 a month or whatever to support the podcast. Um, our buddy Nick does this and it's very appreciated. Um, so if that's something you're, you'd be interested in, you can do that at anchor.com or anchor.fm slash oh dear. Uh, but anyway, Brett, what were you saying? That's it. I was going to say in honor of the 100th episode, I'm going plugless. <laughs>